You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From Beck QL. 100-yard half for Adams. Rodgers has 200 yards tonight. From the 11, Aaron dealing over the middle. Touchdown, Adams. They've done it again. That is a tough place to be, sitting over on that bench, watching Aaron Rodgers work and know that you just don't have the weapons to shut it down. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, we're back together. It is the start of a new year, though we're still in the same regular season with one more week to go. We got a lot to get to today after week 17 that I think crystallized a lot of things in the NFL. Mike Lombardi joins us one hour from now. The call there. Sunday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers, I think, puts a nice bow on his MVP uh, credentials for the season. The Packers are the number one seed in the NFC. Joe O, that was a fun day of football. I think he has. I think he has. Tom Brady guy, 400 yards, uh, throwing to some people I've never heard of. And your guy, Joe Burrow, did it again. Did it again. If he had a few more weeks, it would be like, man, he would be in that top three, and maybe he would have just as good of a shot as anybody else. But, wow, what a run that we've seen from him. And, yeah, I think it is a fair point that things have crystallized in the NFL. However, we do have to do the full breakdown. We have a handful of games that are completely meaningless, and the lines this morning reflect that in this additional week 18. But the majority of the games here – With that extra spot, a lot of teams, at least one side, is playing for something. They may be going against a team that is completely eliminated, but on one side, the majority of these matchups coming up next week, they're playing for something. So it's a good thing, but (laughs) these lines are so out of whack. I don't want to move past week 17, but damn, do I hate the last week in the NFL. It is always the toughest week for me. There's no question. We'll get to that. We'll we'll break down week 18. Our first thoughts on the lines coming up as the show goes on. We have a game tonight, Monday Night Football. It is not meaningless. The Browns are eliminated. The Steelers, though, the Steelers are not yet eliminated. Aaron, that was a fun day of football yesterday. Uh, We got the Cardinals upset and the Cowboys, and we got ourselves Joe Burrow. My goodness gracious, has Joe Burrow arrived? I mean, Joe Burrow, he might have had one of the – That's what he's just done the last two weeks is one of the greatest stretches I've ever seen a quarterback have two games in a row. It's remarkable. I'm just glad I took the Bengals to win the division. You got it. You got it. I just am so bad because last week I kept talking about the Titans, and I never ended up taking them to be the number one seed, but I did take them at plus 800 to come out of the AFC, so we'll see. But, yeah, the Titans, even without Derrick Henry, they look really good too. Yesterday was 
a crazy day. I I had so much fun. Um, I thought it was a really good day of football. I ended up live betting the uh, the Bucks late in that game. I I think it was like two forty five left in the game. It was plus three seventy five. I'm like, this is I've seen this movie before. Too much time for Tom Brady. Of course, it hits at the end, and I was so happy. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Aaron, because th- th- there's a lot of headlines from that game yesterday, specifically the Antonio Brown. I mean, oh gosh. I've never seen anything like that. In all the years all of us have watched sports to watch, I mean, we've seen players have throw fits and all that. Like, that happens, right? Tantrums happen with certain athletes. But to, to take your uniform and your shirt on, take an Uber out of the stadium and leave, that was remarkable. So the Bucks winning, I think, overshadows the truth, though. And, Joe, I'm wondering if, you, if you're with me on this or not, or you see it a different way. The Bucks look very vulnerable right now as we head towards January. A month ago, I would have said the Bucks are the team in the NFC. The Bucks are now without Chris Godwin. They were without Antonio Brown. We don't know when Leonard Fournette is coming back. They were down two scores to the Jets for a large majority of that game. They, they were should have shut lost out. that game. Yes. They were yeah. shut out two weeks ago by the Saints, who are not a bad team. But, again, they were shut out by the Saints a couple weeks ago, almost lost to the Jets. The Bucks feel like they're limping into January here. You know, one thing I want to ask Lombardi really quick is like, which one of these teams at the top do you do you not trust? Because the Cowboys and the Bucks, to me, are like, Ugh, I don't know if I trust them a whole lot right now. Add them to the list. I don't trust anybody in the NFC. Add them to the list. Uh, Joe, you could put your Eagles there after they're losing in the first half to the freaking Washington football team. They needed to come back there. Stafford, three more interceptions. Arizona, okay, you won. But the offense stalled again and again and again. They should have dominated that game. It should not have come down to the very end like it did. So Dallas, last week, huge explosion. People buying in. 56 points against Washington. Is it real or was it more about the football team? I think yesterday showed us that it was more about that football team defense because we saw a lot of the same Dak struggles. So if we start with the two seed, Rams, questionable. Bucks, questionable. Cowboys, Cardinals, Niners, all right. I don't, I don't really – if it's going to be Trey Lance in the playoffs, I have zero trust in you there. Uh, that was a product of their opponent yesterday, and it was a comfortable win. Mentioned the Eagles. The Saints somehow still have a chance. Go ahead, make it. Go ahead. I will fade you no matter what the line is. Um, yeah, the only team you could say that you trust is the Packers, but I also don't want to go too far because Sean Mannion was on the other side, and I was waiting to see more from that Rodgers offense in the first half. Did you see Zimmer after the game when he was asked if he'd like to see get a look a or see more from like, Kellen Mond? Why, why are these teams just holding on to the last week? Just let, let them go. We all know what's going to happen, whether it's Matt Nagy or Mike Zimmer. Just just fire these guys. Joe Judge, too. What? You can't bring him back. You cannot. That I think they're worse than the Jaguars. They, they had minus 10 passing yards in an NFL game. Minus I think 10. Against the Bears. I think they're worse than the Jaguars. I really do. In the first half of that game, I mean, first off, the game just starts at fourteen nothing, because you got you got Mike Glenn. Like you've got a guy under center that can't pass. <laughs> what is like? What are we doing here? What was the number that I saw in the first half? It was it was just insane. Okay, so the first half the Giants had four dropbacks, four, two turnovers, and negative sixteen yards. <laughs> 
Remarkable. So I mean, it's, it's remarkable. Oh, man. A lot of bad coaches. I mean, you're right, Aaron, the Zimmer thing, uh, the Kellen Mond that he he's no interest in seeing him play. He says he sees him in he practice said not every day. not particularly. Yeah. <laughs> Why? I see him in practice every day. I mean, yeah, that guy. Man. I was like, wow. Watching some Don't of these coaches walk the plank is something. Like, is you, you, they like they they have different kind of personalities and they wear it in their press conferences. I mean, Joe Judge is basically a car salesman. He's trying to give everyone a pitch on why he's building a culture as his team is getting rocked every Sunday. They're terrible. The Giants are a terrible football team. Um, look, yesterday was interesting because there were the bad teams. It was good to fade. Other than the Jets, and I, Joe, I was on the Jets this week. I thought that number was too big. But the other big favorites, I know you and Paul were on them with the contest. You were right. It was the it was the way to do oh, it. Yeah. Uh, I mean the Patriots. I mean that was. Whew. And by the way, did you so obvious. did you see the odd shift this morning? I'm sure we'll get to it over the course of the week in the offensive rookie of the year. Jamar Chase. Yes. Jamar there Chase is, is not Chase. just the favorite now, a big favorite. It flipped. Mm-hmm. It flipped from last week. It's now. Oh, that's. Yeah, Jamar is that an Chase. Reaction. I think it is. I think I think it is an overreaction. We'll check the exact odds, but it flipped considerably. Chase is the is the favorite now after 200 yards yesterday uh, in that air attack against the Chiefs and Jones, who played well. I mean, his team put up 50 points. He fell three, behind. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, right for Mac Jones. I don't think that's a problem there. But I we've talked about this a lot. Haven't seen anything from Mac Jones in a month. Haven't seen anything, and then Jamar Chase just he's going to break all these rookie records. It's it, okay. Chase minus two twenty, Mac Jones minus one. I'm sorry, plus one seventy five. That's an overreaction. I I would have it closer to a coin flip, but maybe that tells you where the money is going or where they expect the money to go. The Patriots had a blowout win, and the rookie quarterback threw for three touchdowns. How how is that a problem? And he broke the franchise record for passing touchdowns by a rookie. Mac Jones did. But Jamar Chase is just too much. <laughs> it was over for so long. But, yeah, I mean, Burrow's going to be the most popular bet next year for the MVP. There's no doubt about that. Uh, they're going to be a popular play for the Super Bowl if they don't get it done this year. If they do, I mean, they still will anyways. And, uh, man, is that going to be an exciting team for a decade? I always hesitate to say that in the NFL, but that's the team. When the Bengals are good, their receivers are phenomenal. They always are, and they're so fun to watch, right? Is this uh, the reincarnation with Chad Ochocinco and Hushman Zada and the boys? It feels like it, and hopefully Burrow doesn't get hurt. Well, he got hurt already. Maybe he got his injury out of the way, right? That was last year. And speaking of that, because you mentioned Burrow, the in, you know, I brought up the injury. Have you noticed as well the comeback player of the year odds, Aaron, have shifted as well? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Burrow's run here has Burrow's changed. Burrow's making a case. Yeah, it was overwhelming for Dak for most of the year, and now it's pretty close. Now it's minus two hundred Dak plus one fifty Joe Burrow. An- another another uh, move we mentioned last week. Remember, we were taking a look at not only Joe Burrow for MVP, but comeback player of the year as well. And it's fun watching. He's got some swag. I like yes. Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> he does. There's moxie to the way he plays. Okay. We're always prisoners of the moment. But if you're starting a franchise today and you've got number one pick overall, so of course you're going quarterback 100%. When you throw it all in the wash, including his age and the talents we already see, and this is what he's doing with a poor offensive line, you could make a case that you would take him right near the top. You could make that case. I would take Mahomes one, him two. I know he beat Mahomes yeah. yesterday. Um, no, no. Mahomes has accomplished a lot already and won a Super Bowl and bid to another one. But I would take him as the second player I would take in the NFL after yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I think you're right. I mean, I Her- right. Herbert, there's a case for Herbert. Herbert's excellent as well. D- different kind of quarterback. There's a- what, what would Herbert be with these weapons, with Jamar Chase? You know, that's, yeah. that's the other part that you have to consider. But there's just something about Burrow. I, I I don't even know how to say it. Like that guy's just he's a great player. That's what he's it an is. Assassin. It's just like he sees one on one coverage. He just puts it where he wants to put it every time. And his head coach just realized, oh wait, our best path to winning isn't by running the football. It's right. this awesome quarterback that we have with his elite weapons on the outside and Mixon is fantastic. But that you can hang with the big boys in the AFC if you play it this way. So and they finally figured that out. Totally. Uh, Aaron, you mentioned the Titans, that you were you were on them at the uh, the odds you got them to win the AFC. It's interesting right now because right now they are the number one seed. They likely will be the number one seed. They get the Texans in week 17. I, I wouldn't say it's a gimme. They oh, Week 18. They lost mm-hmm. to the Texans last month. But I imagine if they want to win on Sunday, they're going to beat the beat the Texans and get the number one seed, and I imagine they will. Yet they're the third – they have the third odds in the AFC. I mean, what was the last – when was the last time you saw that? A team that is going to be very likely the number one seed, and they have the third best odds to come out of the conference. It's interesting. The Titans, just from a betting perspective, it's like they, they already are one round in, right? They have a bye. They're going to have a round. They have a win in the bank in the playoffs, basically. And yet they don't – they're the third odds. Aaron, would you get them at? Eight to one? Yeah, eight to one last week. It's interesting. Our buddy Eric Eager, Joe, I saw a tweet he had before the show, 2017 Eagles-like. Obviously, there was the big Wentz injury, the switch to Foles. But, like, yeah. a number one seed, not okay. the favorite. It was the kind of the implied idea. Yeah, but they were up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say the Eagles had lower odds. But they were. Probably did, yeah. They, they were, were looking they, at I mean, more favorably. They were an underdog in the, to the sixth seed in the first game they played, the playoffs. Were they really? Were they wow. Really? That's amazing. I just, I remember holding on to my ticket and I did think it was dead, but then what I saw at the end of the regular season gave me a little bit of hope. Sure. But but also the ride that Nick Foles was on versus Ryan Tannehill that you're going to have to depend on at some point. Mm, Yeah. It's quite different, quite different. So I, I don't really have much interest in the Titans. Were there any yeah. underdogs that got you guys yesterday? Because I was on the Rams on the spread, so that one kind of disappointed me. Stafford looked didn't look really? great. Again, so- again. Yeah, I, I actually did well on dog. I took the Ravens plus the points. We talked about that, Aaron, on, on Friday, like the idea of which side was the right side in that game. I took the Jets, um, so I was good on those two. I mm-hmm. I stayed away from the Eagles game, Joe, as that number climbed. I, I, that was my other one. The Eagles and the Rams got me yesterday. <laughs> I think I said Friday on the show, Eagles, if we stayed at three or three and a half, I would have been comfortable. But then before kickoff, you see where that number went? It was like, it was almost a touchdown, the Eagles before yeah. kickoff. 
It was six. I saw it close at six, and there were some big numbers. Man, was there steam on Sunday. Uh, the Arizona line that they covered and won, obviously, yep. that closes at six and a half. The Ravens were seven. Come on. Ravens at home. I'm getting a touchdown. Huntley's been pretty good. And they didn't even score a touchdown yesterday offensively. They didn't score a touchdown, yeah. and they still cover the seven. Why? Because Matthew Stafford sucks. I want nothing to do with that guy moving forward. I want yeah. nothing to do with them. Three more interceptions. And, and there was a, there was a lot of steam on the Bengals, which a lot of people were confused about because that number was hanging around five midweek. And then it got all the way down to three and a half on Sunday morning. Uh, the Buffalo Bills won. So the number, so the number, if you didn't get that hook, if you uh, played that hook, if you laid it, you end up being a loser. So, uh, <laughs> some some people got uh, got the push at minus fourteen. They were lucky uh, to get that push, and that's what we did in the contest. We got a half point, and I was pleased with that. Three one and one for us. All right, it's pretty good. Good, and one more week to, to finish this out. You don't want to be a loser in a contest or in real life or in betting. Coming up next, let's look at the state of the AFC, including all of the odds to win this conference. Jail in about twenty minutes. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.